0: i Spaces
1: Hey,
2: GM, GM,
1: hello, how are you? Do you guys hear me well? Yes. Perfect. Test. Hey, just wanted to say hi, everyone. Hey, Red phone. Hola. Hola, hola, hello.
2: Also, hello, Donovan, how are you?
3: Hi, good to meet
1: you guys. Good to meet so. you. Yeah. So welcome everyone. Today we will chat about asteroid protocol and Cosmos subscription with Donovan, a red phone from Delphi Labs. First, I just want to give a brief introduction because uh, probably not everyone is uh, is aware of inscription, the Cosmos sub, and asteroid protocol because it's uh, pretty much a new thing. Even even if uh, in crypto things uh, age age quite fast, so. Basically, January 17, uh, an, an unexpected asteroid landed on the Cosmos sub. And actually, unfortunately, I was leaving, so I missed uh, this big event for, for, my, own, uh, for my own sadness. So, but anyway, this asteroid landed on the Cosmos Sub, instead of an explosion, basically brought uh, a lot of transaction. And I'm pretty sure that some validator on the Cosmos Sub were thinking, oh, wow, someone is spamming the app right now. But actually, this wasn't a spam attack, but uh, it were inscription, and specifically it was the ROID token mint event of Asteroid Protocol. And uh, what what this mint was was actually inscription. And today we will dive uh, specifically in what uh, in what uh, inscription are, what is Asteroid Protocol, and what does it mean for the Cosmos Sound. So welcome to Redphone and uh, Donovan. Feel free to introduce yourself to the community. Hey everyone. Uh, I'm red on Twitter. I'm
4: a huge fan of inscriptions. When they came out on Bitcoin, I just kind of fell in love. Um, didn't sleep for a long time. Uh, when I discovered inscriptions on Bitcoin and I've just been passionate about uh, just this new category of technology. I feel like that's that came out of nowhere and uh, excited to see what it does in the cosmos. So, um, for my job i I contribute at Delphi Labs, and I do a lot of writing and um just modeling out where where this stuff is going or or at least <laughs> making guesses about it
3: yeah, and I'm Donovan um Redphone pulled me on on inscriptions and meta protocols back in December, and that's where we kind of decided to to get get started with this um but yeah it's uh I also work at Delphi Labs, more specifically Astroport, uh, one of the lead contributors there. Um, and that's kind of uh, where I've been for the last two years in in Cosmos.
2: Yeah, and I think for me personally, like similar for me, uh, similar to, to what Rob was saying, I also woke up to the news. And I missed the Mint, unfortunately. Um, but I think it was also like very cool how this just, you know, you guys just launched it. It was just there. There was not like a long time of like, putting out uh, the plans and everything and yep. then, you know, build, building hype around it, but you just, just launched it. Um, so that's one thing. And I think the second thing is also like the fact that you guys from Delphi have built this and, and chose also the Cosmos hub to build it. So I think maybe we can start off with a little bit of the origin story, like, you know, uh, Redphone just said, got very excited about inscriptions on Bitcoin when it came out out of nowhere. So, yeah, well, you know, what was the whole kind of time before the launch of asteroid protocol and yeah, how, how, how does it all fit together with, with Delphi, with Astroport and yeah, you can talk a little bit about the history here.
4: Yeah. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. No. Sorry. Um, yeah. I got super like uh, obsessed with ordinals and in the early days when I was um, playing around with them, um I just uh, ran across this project called SatsNames, which was a way to, it's kind of like an ENS or a .cosmos address system built on top of Bitcoin using inscriptions. Um, I thought that was really cool. And I was thinking, like, wow, what they're doing is they've turned Bitcoin into a database. So um, once you have a database, you can write anything to it, including fungible tokens. So I threw out this tweet um, with an idea proposing fungible tokens on Bitcoin. And uh, in that tweet, I nicknamed it ERC-20. And within, like, three days, um, another Anon called Domo had, like, taken that idea and formalized it into a spec. And he launched Ordi, which was the first fungible token on Bitcoin. And just seeing the success of that token... um, I didn't mint any of it myself, which I kind of kicked myself for. It's at over a billion dollar market cap right now trades on all the, the major exchanges around the world. But, um, uh, I was just fascinated by, by this new category of, of tokens on Bitcoin. And we just watched it as inscriptions spread across all other chains. Like it, first, I think the first one I saw was on Dogecoin or Litecoin. One of those two, um, but now inscriptions are on pretty much any chain, including chains that, that support smart contracts like Ethereum and Solana. And internally, we were watching this. And around the time that uh, we saw inscriptions pop up on, on Solana, we were thinking, like, you know, Cosmos is, is not part of the story. It should be part of the story. Um, so we just threw the idea out of, of, of doing it ourselves and launching
1: it ourselves as, as kind of a fun project. Yeah, and uh, and if I have to understand inscription like in a very simple manner, like uh, you mentioned it is basically data that is permanently stored on blockchain, so some kind of data storage, but probably from the user experience is very similar to NFTs. So maybe can you explain uh, what is exactly inscription uh, so that uh, that can be easy to understand for everyone?
4: Yeah. Um, so. I think of inscriptions like um, Jose actually at Belgrade calls them graffiti. They're like a, a way of like uh, jamming data into the into the blockchain, um, whether the blockchain wants it or not. So, um, like you could also think of them like like a penny when you're when you're spending money and you have actual physical coins in your hand. Um, This is especially true on Bitcoin, but you could imagine like scraping some artwork onto a penny. Uh, Once you've done that, that artwork is forever on that penny, but you can still spend it like money. Um, You can transfer it to other wallets. You can buy stuff with it, but the artwork always goes with it. So on ordinals, what you're doing is is you're tying data to a specific denomination of Bitcoin. Uh, We have a little more flexibility on Cosmos. Basically, you're just creating a transaction and when you create that transaction you can also write some data to the blockchain with that transaction so um yeah maybe donovan could uh, could add some more thoughts there but it's kind of just a uh, a fun way to to sneak data onto the blockchain
1: yeah i I think that uh, what you said is very interesting so basically what we are doing is uh, scratching the Cosmos sub and leave it permanent marks. If I said it like this, it uh, maybe sounds uh, not super good, but uh, actually it's uh, it's very interesting the synonymous with the graffiti, because uh, graffiti can also be a beautiful thing. So basically, now everyone has a chance to leave their mark on the Cosmos sub through the Asteroid protocol, basically. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Donovan, can you share also your background in cosmos and uh, with asteroid protocol
3: yes yes so if, uh, i joined delphi labs back just before the terra crash um let's say almost two years ago now um as a developer on on astroport and uh i think it was still in like my probation period when when terra collapsed so the, that was the most exciting chaotic joining a company experience ever um but yeah since then uh i initially started on the on the back side of things and uh worked uh worked around started working on contracts and uh now i'm one of the lead contributors to to the protocol um so that's that's my main focus but uh, yeah since uh red phone uh told me about like hey let's do inscriptions on cosmos back in back in december i kind of just went all in on that and started building and experimenting and finding ways to get more than just like the memo field there's like 512 characters you can't do much for that um and we were just digging into transactions and, and figuring out how to put more on chain and uh yeah then we kind of just built it and then on the 17th it was about midnight my time we just decided okay let's just get this thing out otherwise we're just going to keep trying and to improve it just let's let's just launch it and then we launched it and watched everything happen and i think very few of us even got to mint, mint roids. um but it was a quite an experience
2: yeah and i think that's that's also kind of the the magic around how you guys launched it and just like doing it without a lot of like talk around it, just do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think one thing also that the uh, red mentioned earlier and that you also said is like um, inscriptions basically turn Bitcoin into a database. And I think it just opened up a whole new kind of paradigm for, for Bitcoin in terms of what is, you know, what's the purpose of it, the positioning and. Also, like philosophically, I think it's just changing the whole direction, right? And I think also in the Bitcoin camp, I mean, I haven't followed it too closely, but I think there's also this Bitcoin maximalism that is saying, you know, inscriptions are harmful. It's not really good for Bitcoin. They're really anti-inscriptions. And then there's a whole other camp that is saying, you know, this is like Bitcoin needs to do something, needs to have a proper use case and, you know, inscriptions and BRC20s are just perfect because that is also something that drives Demand and also drives culture in Bitcoin, which I think has been lacking. And then I saw your thread that you put out when you launched Asteroid, and I think there's a lot of similarities between the Cosmos Hub and and Bitcoin in that sense, right? Obviously, not comparing the two, but just philosophically, I think the Cosmos Hub has always kind of suffered a little bit from not having that culture um, on the community from the community and engagement and interaction. But I feel like ever since Asteroid launched. It has changed literally overnight. So I'm just curious, like, maybe you can go deeper on why the Cosmos Hub, how you view, view the Cosmos Hub also with kind of like this, this idea to like turn it into a database. What are some of the benefits? And how do you see that all kind of fitting together with the rest of the developments in, in Atom? Or is that something that you're not like really actively keeping track of? Yeah, I
3: think. Yeah, I think-
4: yeah I'll go-, I'll go ahead, Donovan.
3: No no you I think you put it well, um and I think you, you could just repeat, yeah,
4: oh, I was just gonna say, like um I agree with with everything you're saying, sito um i think I think what we're seeing is is like uh on bitcoin it's really obvious uh on bitcoin it's um you've got this functionality that you never had before, so it's it's dramatically changed bitcoin's story. Overnight, I mean, it's changed Bitcoin's tokenomics. It's changed the development community excitement around the protocol. Um, it's it's like altered its destiny, and and I I attribute that like I think you could sum that up by saying like we're watching Bitcoin modernize itself. We're watching it kind of um, incorporate functionality that wasn't possible before, but is possible on other chains. So it's kind of like you think about Amazon's growth over the years, like it started as a, a bookseller and just kept adding adding new features and, and things that that its user base wanted over time. Uh, I kind of think that Bitcoin and, and other blockchains are going to do the same, and I agree completely. Like this, this is an evolution for Cosmos Hub, and I think that it has implications everywhere on on the development community, on the older base for for adam it's got um implications just for the excitement and the culture Um, and i do think that we're we're witnessing it evolve before our eyes we're we're watching it sort of um find new new meaning in a a new place in the world and i think that's super important because the hub is undeniably like the, the the central branding point for all of cosmos It is the world's largest blockchain in Cosmos uh, by market cap. And if if you just mention the word Cosmos to someone that doesn't follow uh, the ecosystem very closely, like Atom and Cosmos are like synonyms. So um, just a massive opportunity for for branding and evolving and um, adding features that that people love. And I think that that's going to change the culture around Atom dramatically.
3: Yeah, and if I could just uh, expand and expand on that, then like Redfin just said, like outside of Bitcoin, the Hub was most likely the best place to do it, um, and the reasons are like it doesn't have contracts. We know about the proposals that tried to get it in, and you know, Cosmosm isn't coming to the Hub soon, um, and this gives it a way to do something similar, although it's less formal. Um, you can now go and build on the hub without needing needing the uh, the, the smart contracts as well and with the recent reduction on like um, the inflation and things if this becomes sustainable all the fees being collected could make up for for the drop in inflation and in air quotes the real yield as as the people call it um and i think there's a lot of things that that could drive more activity to the hub um like red furnace uh, said as well like it is where people enter the cosmos it's where i entered the cosmos it's where a lot of the people i know entered the cosmos and giving them something to do right off the bat i think is 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 really valuable and um yeah like the hub was just the place to do it um i don't see like inscriptions being that valuable on ethereum or a neutron or somewhere where you could do the things already um and that's kind of why we we stuck to the hub
2: yeah i think that makes sense and like i said when i when i read about it like i was not not really following too much the whole inscription BRC20 stuff. But I learned a lot just from like your guys threads. And um, obviously then, you know, being a Cosmos guy, I I was forced to like learn about inscriptions in general. And I learned a lot and like also changed my perspective on Bitcoin in the first place. And also it's changing my perspective now on, on Atom, right? It was not something I had like, you know, seen coming. But I think it makes a lot of sense, like the Cosmos Hub as a database kind of evolving into that and also like, just as a as a source for fees, right, to generate fees, and we have actually already seen that fees just went nuts ever since that went live. Um, but I think uh, you know we have a lot of questions also around like specifics around the hub and and like what are your plans moving forward and with Astro, uh, Astroport and those kind of things. I just had one general questions, and I, I don't know maybe it's because I'm not as deep, and maybe that's something that that um, it's already like there's things in play to like. Mitigate that, but I'm just wondering, in terms of kind of explicit forms of content, like what are your general thoughts around that? Uh, I, I've heard that that's been some sort of concern in, in also the Bitcoin community, and also like just generally this thought of you know we're wasting block space. like what are your thoughts here, and maybe you can also like point out some use cases in general that are reaching just beyond the we're inscribing a meme or we're launching a yeah. meme CFT twenty token.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, like uh, what you're talking about, like the explicit content. Yes, that is definitely something like um that we'll probably see. And we do have flags on our site to flag that content and hide it. And we're working on the automated ways to stop that from from being displayed, but we don't unfortunately have control to stop it from getting onto the chain. Um so that is that is the downside, and the one percent of people that do that, um, they'll probably continue to do that. They'll pay the fee, and uh, it'll it'll be there. Um, but at least from our side, we try to at least not promote it and, and kind of hide that. Um, and if you really wanted to go see what that hidden image is, you could just go and query the chain and get it. Um, so we're doing we're doing something at uh, at least as much as we could do. Um, we we're trying to tackle that, uh, but so far we haven't seen a lot of it. Um, so uh, hopefully hopefully the cosmos is cleaner than than <laughs> the rest of the the crypto world. But uh, we'll see um, how that goes. And then onto your your second
1: uh, part of like. Uh, the... Yeah, if if <laughs> I can add, if I can add something on uh, what you're about to say. I, I tweeted in the, in the Delphi tweet basically that uh, the, the reason why the inscription could benefit the Cosmos software uh, beyond the user and uh, and all this uh, possible explosion of uh, CFT20 tokens. Uh, basically, one of the points was giving Web2 developers to build up on top of the hub asteroids and i think this is very interesting maybe this is probably what you were about to say yes maybe
3: yes i think uh just to set the stage a bit is like the inscriptions we're doing is not just the ones we've seen on on, on celestia and all of the other places where we use the, the little memo field we have a way to put the half a megabyte on chain and by being able to do that unlocks a lot more than just tokens. Like to me, tokens, they're great, um, but we can do so much more. And with the idea of the meta protocols that Red also pulled me on in, in December, is you can now go and build protocols on top of the hub. And by protocol, I mean like you could go and put the Cosmos Hub forums on chain it would just replace the traditional database with a cosmos hub blockchain itself and that becomes really interesting because now you've got everything you do on the hub is tied to your wallet it's tied to maybe a pfp that you inscribed it's tied to uh, maybe some writings you're doing Um, and it's all tied to your wallet and becomes kind of your cosmos hub identity in a way and like you were just saying about the web2 developers is the the what makes cosmos easier to transition into for the web2 world is when you're working with the apis it's json they know json already um it's rest apis rpcs it's it's things that are that are common you know in in the web2 world and whenever i talk to some of my friends that's doing who are working in the web2 world good developers but they always come back to me like I don't know how to write a contract i don't know how to write rust i don't have the time to go and learn all of these things but i want to go and build something i want to build a a mini game Um, you know i just want to play with it and having to learn all of those technologies and trying to change their whole mindset on how this works is is a is a bit of a process so now by making it a of an off-chain meta protocol with your database being the chain itself, we're making that leap a lot smaller. They can use their existing skills in in Go, in TypeScript, in React, to go and build a front-end, build a bit of of an indexer for their own uh, little project. And we already have some tokens and we're working on ways to make those tokens usable in these kinds of situations. so a lot of the base foundation stuff we're doing, and uh, like I think once people start really experimenting and playing with this, uh, I think we're going to see some really
1: really interesting things happen. Yeah, it's super interesting. Uh, Crypto do you want to add something?
2: Yeah, just maybe a question for Rent Phone. Um, how is the innovation going in in Bitcoin? Because I think you know you've you've probably seen it obviously from day one. Like, are there any, like, interesting use cases that you see kind of, like, evolving right now that you think, you know, that might even make more sense on Asteroid because the custom Hub has more benefits in terms of, you know, file size and those kind of things?
4: Yeah, I think um, we're just now starting to see um, some interesting use cases pop up. Like, there have been things like metaverse plays and um, different ways of, like, the... Uh, like identifying uh valuable or rare satoshis and building ecosystems around that um mm-hmm. bitcoin has a lot of unique properties with the uh, utxo like you could you could actually inscribe artwork say on the uh on a block of tokens or uh, like on a satoshi that was actually mined by satoshi himself or you could inscribe artwork on um uh, a sat that was used in the Bitcoin Pizza sale, which was the first uh, financial transaction with Bitcoin. Um, so there's lots of cool innovation around uh, things that are Bitcoin specific. Um, I think right now they're really trying to figure out like how to take it to the next level with DeFi. So doing things like AMMs with some of these BRC twenties and other token protocols that are popping up. Um, so there's there is like uh, it's almost like we're entering this smart contracting era for this stuff, but um, I think we're actually gonna have a lot more room for experimentation on Cosmos uh, for a couple reasons. The, the first is obviously the cost. Um, I'd say it's at least ten times more expensive to do to do the same thing on Bitcoin that you could do on Cosmos Hub. And the speed of the transactions is, is obviously way faster. We've got six-second block times on Cosmos Hub. And on Bitcoin, your, your block times could be anywhere from <clears throat> one minute to, to 40 minutes or longer. Uh, usually, it, it, the chain is targeting 10-minute blocks, but they're kind of all over the map. So <clears throat> Cosmos Hub has a lot more predictability. It's got a lot more – it's a lot cheaper and, and easier to experiment on. So I think we're gonna see um, lots of really cool things pop up on the hub. Um, yeah, hopefully some of those are like like social apps. I think is a great example. Uh, building out like an Instagram or something where every upload could be um, NFTs that people can mint or or purchase. Uh, things like that I think make a ton of sense on on Cosmos Hub because it's actually affordable there.
1: Yeah this is actually opens uh, really a new world of, of things that you can do with uh, with the cosmos sub and i think it's it's also kind of funny that you guys basically skip at the cosmos drama because you basically did everything but there was no governance involved because it was uh, the whole launch was permissionless so the, this was also a first uh, i would say around the cosmos sub because it's the first time that uh, someone bring this kind of uh, so far value because uh, so far direction is quite positive with, without basically going through governance through discussion that's sometimes can also bring a bit of fatigue but uh, it's an interest it's an interesting aspect because uh, it's uh, it's a first time probably and uh, on this note uh, because you you guys are not going through all this governance process uh, how you actually align with uh, for example the atom economic zone narrative like uh, there there are steps that you guys are doing uh, for example uh, uh, already by establishing connection with neutron uh, or the atom economic zone in general
4: yeah i mean i haven't spoken uh much with anyone at cosmos like we're we're good uh pals with the neutron through uh through astroport so we would love to see like these tokens end up on on neutron or kind of any ibc enabled chain um but yeah, I think we were we were expecting a lot more pushback than we got when we launched. Uh we were actually nervous about that. And um uh but yeah, the the way that the chain is set up, you're right. It's like on Bitcoin, totally permissionless. And I think that's part of what's so exciting about it. Like it's just um uh, it feels fun, it feels like uh, early cyberpunk days uh on the internet. And um if you build a system that that enables people to to use it in a way that it doesn't necessarily match up with your expectations, um, it it doesn't matter because the system is is uh, going to run the way it was designed. So if you're if you're following those rules and you're you're playing within them, uh, it's free game in my mind, and and I think that creates this huge sandbox for for experimenting.
1: Yeah, I would say that's definitely more aligned with the proof of work mentality. I, I can see why you are uh, an OG in that uh, in that segment because uh, on the Cosmos sub we are more more about uh, proof of consensus and uh, and governance. So uh, I I can see if uh, if some community member uh, could, could they feel triggered about <laughs> about the whole. At the same time, uh, I think it's always interesting when something new happens because it it gives you the possibility to to find a new perspective. And in this case, I think I really think that uh, Asterix protocol is bringing a new perspective on the Cosmos hub. And uh, I mean, we will see if uh, if it will be a a huge uh, benefit or uh, there will be maybe some 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 aspect that no one will like it. Uh, We we will we can only see it with uh, with the protocol evolving, adding new features. So right now, what are actually the files supported on AssetRay protocol? Like, uh, if a user want to to mint an asset, like what kind of asset they can uh, they can basically leverage? Uh, you mean like um, if you go and yeah, if it is if it is picture, videos, so this kind of uh... oh
3: yes, yes, uh, basically anything that you can imagine um we have support for playing videos and audio files and markdown documents and and things like that um to be displayed by default but uh yeah of course a video in 550 kilobytes is is, is a bit small um but anything that you want to put on there you you can do that uh, we don't place any restrictions on on it um this uh, i think the bitcoin white paper is on there um I think somewhere there's there's a couple of guys that inscribed websites um, that you can go and open up. Uh, so there's there's definitely a wide variety of content, um, and uh, I think as people kind of explore a bit more, you can you can we'll start seeing some some different things um, happen there. Um, but by default, we've got the video, the audio, markdown files, uh, and things like that that we just by
1: default play. And this can be Arbitrary Content Inscription or the Cosmos Fungible fungible Tokens, which is the CFT20, right?
3: Yeah, the CFT20 is more a defined um, protocol, so the um, logo for the token can be an image or an animated GIF. I saw a couple of animated GIFs that were really cool for a token logo. but yeah, the token standard is bo- a bit more constrained. Uh, but the inscriptions that you go, uh, you can go and do is completely loose. You can go and put anything on there.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So th- there is actually a, l- a large variety. But I would say that the only limit is the 500 kilobytes, right? Yes,
3: yes. There are ways to kind of write, kind of break the content up into multiple pieces over multiple transactions and kind of reconstruct it again. Um, But we haven't really explored that. Um, I think most people are putting less than half a meg on chain for, for their
1: images so far. So coming back to asteroid protocol itself, do you guys have any upcoming feature you're working on and uh, i saw that the, actually the marketplace said a recent launch that there was actually some interesting dynamics uh, on how how the buy and sell works so maybe you can talk a little bit about that yeah it's
3: it's not the the greatest experience at the moment um but we are we are revamping that to make it make it simpler and the reason why we've got this two-step process is because this is all off-chain um you could have situations where uh people buy a token and then something was already cancelled or bought and they kind of lose their tokens um, so this two-step buying is a way to help prevent that and kind of protect the buyers against things like that happening um, but yes the interface there is a bit uh, a bit tricky difficult to use um and we're working on making that a lot better um, while still preserving the the protections and uh I don't know, uh Ray, you probably wanna uh, chat about what's coming what's the coming is for the for
4: the marketplace. Yeah, I mean there I think there's two key things that we want to do in the short term. Um the first is is really like giving the ability to swap JPEGs and, and PFPs. Like right now, the marketplace only supports uh CFT 20 tokens. Um I'm super excited just to be able to to swap JPEGs and hopefully we'll see some uh, cool collections launch on the protocol. Um, And then beyond that, yeah, we're kind of exploring other options for CFT20 trading. Um, Like it it would be really neat to be able to do like AMM style swapping so that we could really like build up liquidity um, for these tokens. Like the way they trade right now is... Is more like an order book, and so you're dependent on people going in there and creating orders. Every time an order's filled, they have to create another order to sell more, buy more. Um, just with an AMM, like it's it's a passive experience and, and much better for for buyers and sellers. So we're really uh, kind of exploring some options to to bring like our DeFi expectations from other chains. The two asteroids
1: to make this super easy to use yeah i think I think there is definitely a lot of innovation that can happen because the the protocol is super young, so i I can totally see that there is some initial work to be done, especially on the marketplace dynamics because uh, it's not easy without the dynamics of inscription works to 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 make the buyer buy at the exact time yeah. so yeah, and uh also if uh, if there is any community member that has a question feel free to jump on we are uh, 30 minutes in the show so now we are open to community questions uh CryptoCedo, do you have any question
2: yeah i just had a question like generally about you know the dynamics between uh, delphi astroport neutron um yeah maybe you can talk a little bit about that and then also another question about um, how you view the path forward for the custom sub and Atom.
3: yeah i think um so far uh, like we both contribute at the Del- labs and uh, with astroport and i think Redphone contributes to mars as well um like uh, we've we've had a lot of discussions internally with everyone from labs and kind of they've all been really supported uh supportive of uh, like putting this out and putting their name on it as well um so it's kind of uh Yes, it's a a lab project, um, but not quite, I guess, as official as a Mars or uh, an astroport, um, if I could put it put it that way. Um, but still very supportive. Kind of, we we hired a new developer as well to kind of work on this full time with uh, with RedPhone. Um, so a lot of uh, like confidence in in taking this further and exploring this to to the maximum. Um, from Labs' aside as well so that's that's been really exciting to see it's not every day that you work uh, you know at a, at a company or a, a group of people that just support like exploring things like this um, and yeah it's been it's been great Um Redfin, do you want to talk about like where you see Adam and, and cosmos going
4: yeah like i'm um <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of of cosmos hub just uh because of the reasons I mentioned earlier, like it's, it's got all this branding might, it's got like the, the mind share. it's, it's supported by all the, the big exchanges. Um I mean, as far as I know, like Adam is the only token uh that I can withdraw directly from Coinbase. Maybe there's some other SDK tokens, but it is like, uh, it's the nexus for, for the cosmos. So it's, it's the front door. And, um, I think having uh, having like inscriptions be there, I think is going to open up like what you can do with it and hopefully like do exactly what we've seen on Bitcoin where we see like this whole new developer community spring up and we see these experiments start to happen. And my view is that like things are so much cheaper on Cosmos Hub, it's so much easier. I think that what we're going to see is like the experimentation that would be happening on Ordinals could potentially migrate to somewhere like the Hub, and it could be, like I said in a recent thread, like this canary network for for things that Bitcoin later adopts. But um, I think that experimentation makes a lot more sense on some something like Cosmos Hub, and I do think also that since uh, we've got IBC, obviously we've got um, all these blockchains within the ecosystem. I think it makes a lot of sense to to enable these things to move across chains really seamlessly, and um, in that way, kind of become the de facto inscriptions protocol for any Cosmos SDK chain in the world. Like that would kind of be my uh, end end goal
1: or pie in the sky type vision. That's quite, that's quite a big alpha you <laughs> <laughs> having a this inscription.
4: Yeah, I, I hope. I mean, that's kind of a dream, but. Uh, yeah, all these things start with the dream
1: and uh, we'll see where they go. Yeah. And actually one big point of advantage right now on the Cosmos hub is there, there aren't the a smart contract. So actually the, the Cosmos hub is able to handle very well all this uh, additional transaction because it's actually already a clean blockchain while compared to, as you mentioned before inscription on other blockchain like Solana. It's a lot more transaction already for smart contracts. So actually, the Cosmos sub is probably the best home, not only in, uh, in crypto, but in uh, in the Cosmos ecosystem, but also in the POS uh, blockchain space. Uh, taking aside Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is a special case; it's Bitcoin, so we can't really compare it with with anyone. But for Cosmos sub, definitely, it's it's probably a use case that. Like, I personally never talked about it, but uh, I'm now studying it, like, like CryptoSeedo mentioned it before. It's a, it's a learning experience for me because uh, I wasn't uh, an expert of, uh, of ordinals and the inscription on Bitcoin. Do you guys have uh, any, any other topic that you want to add that you're working uh, on bringing value to the Cosmos sub through inscription?
4: Um I think our focus right now is is really around improving the trading experience um but alongside that, like you know we wanna build out a marketplace for n f t s we wanna uh, explore some a m n type options, but we also know that um you know we're we're a tiny skeleton crew almost to people like for this to really succeed we we need other developers building things on top of this um we need Visionaries kind of launching tokens, we need artists deploying collections. So a lot of our efforts are gonna be around uh just making the onboarding experience really easy, like trying to improve the GitHub and the docs and um give people real world examples of, of things they could build here. Um but yeah, if there are any builders on the call that have any uh, yeah, want wanna collaborate in some way. Um we're really looking for that because that's what's gonna take this to the next level. Is is the community?
1: Yes. In the in the previous call that we had in the in the previous atom zone episode, uh, there was actually the atom accelerator that said that there was an interesting for for uh, participating and collaborating uh, with you guys. So, so I think that uh, there there could be some uh, some interesting development. I'm also. I'm also like uh, as a as a community member conflicted because uh, I because the governance wasn't involved in that, I will never have like that consensus to know. Hey, does uh, does actually the Cosmos subcommittee want to go uh, full support on inscription? Maybe it could. It could be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know some sort of signaling proposal to see how how the Cosmos subcommittee is committed to build around description, because this could also maybe influence more the builders in the ecosystem are, are, to contributing more so that that's just a topic that i just said maybe i dropped a bomb i, I don't know but but just because that's my mindset when I, when i think about the cosmos it's always true the governance filter
3: yeah yeah i think one of the great things about the hub and like all the drama and things is there's a there's a lot of like really passionate people and there's a lot of social activity around the hub um, and i think some things that could really work well as that we build on top of it would be exactly that, social-related things um, uh, where you can go and put your thoughts on and kind of uh, we'll see some camps forming and uh, like clans of of some sort. And um, I think there's a lot of interesting things that that could be done there. Um, But regarding like governance, I don't think we, it even uh, like personally, it never crossed my mind to go and ask the permission before doing this um but it would be interesting to hear like what the broader community uh, kind of thinks of it Um, because i was definitely expecting a lot more kind of uh not really maybe a bit of negativity maybe a bit of anger of what we're doing um but so far it's been like i could probably count it on one hand um a lot of people have just been excited of it, going back to the hub and go do something else and voting um and i think that that is uh, that is exciting exciting to me
1: yeah i think that there was a lot of fun and uh, yeah and uh, we needed a, and we needed to have some fun I would have loved uh, to to have this actually during the bear market <laughs> because it was very boring. <laughs> Even cheaper. So that, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably most of the Cosmos community spent time on targets and OmniFlix trading NFTs yeah. during the bear market because it was <laughs> the most fun things to do during that time. Yeah. But no, but now actually we have something very similar on the Cosmos sub, so that's quite kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you have any last stuff?
2: Uh all good. I think, you know, I, I have to re-listen because during the spaces I, I lost Red Phone on, on my end, so I didn't hear his answers, unfortunately. Um but yeah, I think, you know, to summarize, I'm I'm very excited. I think this is a uh like Red was was saying earlier, this is kind of a new uh, a new story that's being written now both for bitcoin and for the cosmos hub and i think yeah you you addressed most of the the things that make it more clear um i just feel like people might still be a little bit kind of unaware that like one this is happening um and two that like what is this and like what should i do with it yeah. but i think as more use cases crystallize i think there's going to be more even more like actual engagement I think right now we're just like all playing around with it, um, but yeah, so I'm excited, to be honest. You 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 saved the culture on the <laughs> Hub,
1: so thank you for that. Inscribing that culture forever now. Yeah, and also uh, I saw a couple of tweets that uh, were starting to analyze the revenue that uh, this protocol is bringing. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, also when it comes to the sustainability of validators, how this uh, this new player in the game is uh, is basically supporting the Cosmos sub. So that's maybe another aspect that we can evaluate in a future conversation. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't have any other uh, last uh, last uh, last stuff to share, I think we can start to wrap it up.
2: Actually, uh, one one question as you talk about it, uh, Red was talking earlier also about how. Inscriptions change the tokenomics on, on Bitcoin. Um, Donovan, you talked earlier about how these inflation proposals are happening on the Cosmos Hub. So I'm just curious, like, in your, in your scenario, in your kind of mind, how do you view the, the atom tokenomics playing together with inscriptions, CFT-20s eventually you know, blowing up even, even more than they did so far? Like, What are your thoughts around the, the atom tokenomics?
3: i think the like if this becomes a sustainable thing and um generates recurring revenue um day in and day out and we see a lot of usage and i think we're still quite a bit off from that even though like i I, i've seen some numbers like eighty thousand dollars or something has been generated in, in, in fees um i think we're still off by by a lot to kind of fill the gap from where the inflation was to where it is now to kind of just kind of start filling up that that kind of gap um and i think that that would help a lot it would make a lot of the hubs decisions easier um on the tokenomics itself um I, not my my strong point um but we always had it in our mind that we should make sure that you know, the value accrues back to the hub, back to the validators, back to the stakers, um, and that, you know, it's worth the the bit of extra processing that needs to happen. Um, I don't know if uh Red, maybe you have more insights on that one. Yeah, I mean from
4: day one, um, Donovan has advocated for like validators and and compensating them for the extra load that That asteroids are putting on the network so we do actually um bump up the fee for these transactions um above like what the absolute minimum that's required so i think this is um just net really good for validators really good for stakers um but yeah like donovan says we have to hit scale for this to have meaningful impact but um i'm obviously like a huge wow i don't I'm just a big fan of um burning like I would love at some point to introduce like maybe instead of sending like a bump in fees to to validators we we burn some of that atom or something um to to help out atom users everywhere um but that's obviously just me as a lone individual who loves burns and uh thinks that they're intriguing for for growing value in communities but um yeah I think there's just tons of opportunities uh, the most important thing though is is making this sustainable and getting devs building on top of it um if we can do that like everything else kind of takes care of itself you 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 need that revenue and then then you can look at um making sure everyone's getting compensated in the right way and and keeping the network
1: sustainable Yeah, so on the thank you thank you for your last stuff and uh To to wrap it up, I also want to add that uh, uh, overall in this discussion, it's very interesting what uh, we extrapolated because uh, actually, as uh, Redphone and Donovan were saying, this opens uh, to a new world of possibilities that uh, we are yet to explore because even for validators itself, they can do a lot of more things around the Cosmos Hub now because they can create badges, they can create activities with their own following. I know that CryptoSeed is already having a lot of fun fun with that. But uh, it's actually, uh, actually, this is happening now on the Cosmos sub. So even even if before it was mostly related to NFT marketplace, uh, now it's actually on the Cosmos sub itself. So this is truly a new world of possibility. So thank you guys for bringing uh, this new perspective. And uh, we will keep following and uh, and see how things evolve. Uh, CryptoZee, do you also have uh, any last thoughts?
2: No, this was very good. Uh, thanks a lot for sharing this. I think this is a very exciting new new direction the hub could potentially be taking with the, the, the database kind of layer that it's turning into. So yeah, I'm excited. I think, you know, whenever um, something like this happens it's it's a net positive. Uh, the fees are also showing really good results. So yeah, good times. Thanks for all of that
1: yeah and, and it's great that uh, you guys are showing also a lot of uh, commitment to atom itself and the cosmos hub which is uh which is very nice to bring it here in the in atom zone today we we definitely i think that the community will appreciate that there is also thinking about the future of atom and not only from your protocol view so it's uh it's more a community view so that's uh, that's definitely very cool to know so if uh, I, I want to thank you all to participating today and uh, also tomorrow Cito dono and red i think they will they will be also discussing uh, again in inscription uh, in the in the omniflix network twitter space yeah. so if you guys want to know more about uh, probably a more nft related discussion uh, probably go check it check it out there tomorrow and uh, thank you all yeah thanks for having us i appreciate it Thank you. Talk to you guys soon.
0: Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken I, just, I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting notas the And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo hostage like the shit is for keeps clowns white knight and all these Maybellines. they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle eats tearing apart your community. all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity gotta planet it in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release right